It's the first installment of Kick Back and Relax, and today I have on a very, very special guest. This guy was my go-to partner for projects in Law 12. He was an absolute pest to play against in any sport, especially road hockey. He was known for his vicious scabs on the shins from deadlifting all the weight in the weight room. He kicked a game-winning field goal in the high school provincial finals to win us the championship. He is one of the most talented guys I've ever met. He just released his debut mixtape called Get Well Soon, available on all platforms. The man behind the intro, Tom Ivory. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. That was a hell of an intro. I feel I feel humbled. I feel like a bit of a has-been, but hey. Hey, man. Yeah. I You're appreciate awesome. the intro. That's sick. Yeah, I'm awesome. So, um... Why Tom Ivory? How did you come up with that name? Excellent question. Excellent question. Um, it, it, it's kind of like, okay. Okay, here's the story. So back in like grade 12, I, I, um, are we going to talk about why 12 weight later too or no? I have that lined up, yes. Okay, okay, we'll get into that. Okay, so anyways, grade 12, like me and, and Jack, like yeah. we would, like, I, I really got into music, um, like in the music room at, you know, back at Fox, um, at Terry Fox or high school for people that don't know. Yeah. Um, and I'd always be on the keys, the piano. I was, you know, raised playing piano and then, uh, Jack, he'd always be on the drums and piano keys used to be made of, uh, ivory. Okay. Like, it used to be made of ivory, and ivory, um, ivory was like, it was uh, like elephant tusk, and they stopped using it because they killed so many elephants. Anyways, yeah. So ivory to the keys, like people say, hey, I'm I'm playing the ivories, you know. So like, okay. Okay, so keep that in mind. And then like on a drum kit, like the top of the drums, like below the cymbals, there's the toms. Oh, okay. So like, you know, tom ivory is like you know paying respect to like where i started literally drums and piano you know what i mean that's what it means yeah. tom ivory drums and piano um because what i started out with was i made beats and i you know played the keys and i jammed so um originally tom ivory was going to be a, like a concept album only of drums and piano oh um, sick I, yeah then i then i was like hey that's a fire name and also my middle name's thomas my real middle name's thomas and my my uncle who i look up to his name's tom so it all worked out it was like well, this is meant to be yeah it was crazy so yeah no i thought it was a good name and also like i didn't want to i didn't want like a generic yeah like i want a rapper name i wanted a name that could like go like, like in all genres you know what i mean Lil tom yeah Lil tom you know <laughs> it could have been Lil tom it could have been Lil tom but tom yeah. I, it could be a country name it could be a rock name yeah no that, i really like that and you brought it up earlier 1208 um i think i know what the meaning behind that name is but give the listeners the reason if they don't know okay so 1208 so like back in high school like grade 9 through 11 i was like really like lost and 
I didn't have many friends. Like Jeff was a friend of mine, but we weren't like extremely tight in high school. And not yeah. like, you yeah. know, hanging out all the time, but like, yeah, good, always, you know, good friends and good relationship. Yeah. But anyways, like I didn't have like any super tight friends of my own through nine to 11. You know, I always, you know, and um, at lunchtime, I used to hate lunchtime because I would always be alone at lunch because I didn't have many friends. Right. So I was, it yeah. was I was weird. I was scared of it. You know, so I hated lunchtime. And then like late grade 11, early grade 12, um, I started uh, going to the music room at lunch and I met like one of my best friends, Jack there. And he's the guy that I would jam with. So he played drums and I played piano. That's what I was, was that, talking about earlier. Is that Colbeck or? Botchin, Botchin. Botchin. Yeah. Okay. Botchin. Cause I know Jack so like, he plays too, right? Yeah, know. he plays uh, guitar. Yeah, so I just wasn't sure, but yeah, yeah, Jack, that guy's a beauty. Yeah, so yeah, we'd just be jamming at lunch and like, um, you know, like that's like, and then I started to love lunch because I fell in love with music, you know, and that's where my passion for music started, just from jamming it, um, in the music room at lunch with Jack, you know, and then I started making beats and all that. So lunch, lunch back in in Terry Fox Secondary used to be at twelve oh eight every day. Yeah. So like 1208 for me was like a it was a transitional time like literally i used to hate 1208 and then i fell in love with it because that's where i found my passion so yeah it's all related tom ivory 1208 it's all because like me transferring hatred into something i love yeah because are you you're trying to make like 1208 into a brand and then you're trying to go as tom ivory correct because yeah, exactly. in high school you were i'm 1208 like that's how you always came in with your beats. That's still how you do it. Um, but now you've shifted your uh, like music and career identity to Tom Ivory, and you're kind of leaving like 1208 Productions on Instagram. You kind of want yeah. it to be under like this leaf of 1208, right? You kind of kind of like Cactus Jack and Travis Scott. That yeah, that's like, that's that's exactly it. I like I want you know I'm Tom Ivory, but like I'm. 1208 is like my kind of world yeah you know like um yeah, exactly cactus jack and travis scott another one is like do you know cole bennett cole bennett he does music. He does, yeah he does music videos for artists right yeah so his like brand is called lyrical lemonade yeah. but like when you think of lyrical lemonade usually people think of cole bennett you know i want tom ivory and 12 to be like you know yeah. tom is 12 and 12 is tom so yeah, it's kind of like respect. one and the same yeah but yeah that's awesome, for dude. sure that's yeah, thank you. So uh, my favorite, my next question or my first question for you is going to be like, what was your favorite part of high school? But obviously that would have been developing your love for music at lunch and um, the recording arts studio. Is that correct? Is it, that's where it all went down? And kind of like yeah, the like, room areas? Yeah, just, just in there. And it was pretty casual, you know? So what, like, what drew your interest into making music? Yeah, that's that's another great question. Um, well, like I always played piano. Yeah. Growing up, so I always had like, you know, I I wasn't like naturally gifted. I just had to, you know, I had to work to develop my skill in understanding music. Yeah. So I had that that foundation, and I wasn't actually the biggest um, music fan, like, up like, for a long time in my life, you know. But what what really started it was. I always liked writing and stuff like that. So, and po and like spoke and poetry and stuff like that in school and English class. So in grade 11, I think it was, I, I wrote a, a rap for my spoken word. Yo, I, I, that was, that went right across all of high school. Yo, 
I saw that on Snapchat everywhere. It's just you just putting heat to the mic. Uh, That's where it started. It was unreal. You just went off. Everyone like jaws to the floor. Just yo, this guy just came out of a shell. <laughs> no, that no, that dude. That's it. Like I was like, I remember um, my teachers like do sometimes do spoken word, and I was like, no one's rapped before. Like for spoken word, at least of my knowledge in our school. So I was like, yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. I literally got my sister's iPad, and I made a beat on there. First beat I ever made. It was like pretty trash, but like it did the trick. And then I got yeah. my lyric. And I just went up there. I practiced a lot. I remember in my garage, I was in my garage just practicing. And then after that, like I did well in the spoken word competition. Like, you know, I didn't think I was like the next biggest rapper or something, but I was like, I like this. And I yeah. was like, it's, it was fun making beats and just rapping and like being creative. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, I think that's where it started. And then from there, it just kind of, it just snowballed over time. Dude, that's that's awesome, and you also brought the heat with your uh, commencement speech, which got everyone's vote, eh? Yeah. Didn't you uh, put that into your? Uh, it wasn't your actual commencement speech, but yo, that would have been crazy if you actually did that at commencement. But yeah, the one to get all the students voting on who yeah. to get valedictorian, you you literally you dropped heat in the Terry Fox Theater, and it got my vote right away. Hey, you know. So there's one part of um, high school that I, a lot of people might forget about is that you played football. And like I said earlier, you don't want to play against this guy in any sport because he's just an absolute honey badger and he's a pest to play against. But you kicked the game-winning field goal in the provincial final in grade 12. Just give me the whole like just get give me what you were feeling and what was going through your head like even during the whole game like playing in the final and then you just did you feel like it was coming like you're gonna have to step up just give me what was going through your head <laughs> oh man this, that that's night. crazy that takes me back I, I love that you asked this too because this was like a fairy tale for me this moment like I think this is probably one of the my favorite moments in my life just it, it was just beautiful how it worked out but honestly like I guess like leading up to that game and it, like my head I'm just giving my head space kind of like just yeah. in the game and before yeah. so like bro I was always so nervous before every football game like I would think yeah. about it all week and like I was the captain for grade 12 but I wasn't starting like I don't know if you noticed like I wasn't starting yeah. until like halfway through the season like I had to still like I was a captain but I still had to work for my position I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna lie to anyone I was not the best football player but I did work really hard yeah uh, dude that's you know, remember like, I hear your name that's always what I think about this guy's always just gonna work his hardest no matter what and like and I think back and sorry I'm just giving you the background a bit like dude give it to me man yeah like I started in grade 10 for football I rode the bench grade 10, grade 11. Anyone on the team could tell you that, but I always worked really hard. I always got like the practice player of the year award. Like, dude, it was like Rudy. Like, it was like Rudy. Bro. Like, I, I was working hard and guys respected me, but I did not get on the field. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and I was like, honest to God, like, I don't know why I kept playing. Like, I, I don't know why. I think it's just because, like, I think it's because Fox was, I mean, I'd never played football in high school, but I can only, 
just think about what made you keep playing is like Fox is always so good every year. Fox is known for their football. And I feel like just being a part of the winning culture and like just having just like that feeling like, yeah, I'm on the football team. Like everyone always goes to the games. It's like every Friday night, everyone goes to the games. And I feel that kind of, that would have kept me playing is like, you know, I just don't want to leave the feeling of seeing a big play happen from the sideline or just like the family that is gained in the locker room kind of thing. That's what would, that's what I liked about rugby. Oh, rugby, bro. Rug- rugby. You know, we, we, that's a whole it other. Was, it was awesome, I loved- man. I loved it. Like half of it was playing, but the other half was just like going on road trips and just being <laughs> in the bus with the boys, just something yeah. just shit like that. Like bantering before games, fucking around in practice, like just doing a bunch of stuff with the team. It just, it adds something more, something else to your life that you can look forward to. And that's what made me really happy about rugby. So I feel like football kind of brought the same thing. That's interesting. I, I get what you're saying, but rugby, I agree with you with rugby. Man, I love everything about Fox rugby. Yeah. Um, so much fun. What a great group of guys. Like it, it, honestly, like that was probably my favorite time I've ever had like favorite time playing a sport I've ever had. I loved it. And it, we had an yeah. awesome grade 12 season. Like we, like that was insane yeah. too. On, on the day of grad. Yeah, dude. That's we took home cool. the gold. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> dude, that, that was a whole nother, that's a whole nother kettle of fish. Like that's, yeah. but yeah, rugby, I get that. Like rugby with the community was great. Like all the boys were so much fun and so like tough. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, was man. fun. There. Like, you know, you could joke around, but you get on the field with those, with the boys and like it, we're out there to play and win, you know? Yeah, dude, exactly. And that's what I love. But it, it, it football, it's a little different. Like, at least for me, like, I think I went into football. I treated it like a job. Like, yeah. you know, I wasn't a party guy. Yeah. As I said, like, I wasn't have many friends grade 9 through 11. So I actually never felt the community of the team. I always okay. felt like the way I envisioned it is, like, I'm a soldier. And yeah. I'm fighting for an army. Yeah. No, that's like, awesome. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. gonna go and fight for the army, even if I yeah. don't get put on the front lines. To I'm not, I'm not the general of the army. Yeah. I'm gonna go out there and fight because I need to train. Yeah, and that's how I looked at it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't like a time to oh have fun and like you know yeah. get glory and fame. It was just about you know being the best team possible. Because yeah. you kind of you have to have the mindset like you are going to be sent out to be yeah. the guy. You have to. You can't train like you are gonna ride the bench you have to no. train and have the mindset like you are the go-to guy on the team because if your name does get called you need to be counted on to do your job yeah i yeah for me i think if you're part of a team like the reason i worked hard on teams is because i was accountable i had to yeah. be held accountable for others you know but yeah. like yeah in grade 12 so now fast forward like i don't even know why i kept playing like i was so angry because I was like, why am I still here? I just, I don't know. Yeah. I have this, I have this drive me. That's like, you can't quit. It's yeah. a good thing and a bad thing because I was so angry because I didn't like it, but you know, it gave me that work ethic, you know? Yeah. But anyway, so going up in, I, oh, I cared though in grade 12, like I, like I, I busted my ass, yeah. you know, practices and all that. And going up to that, that final game, like I was so nervous. I was a nervous wreck during the playoffs. Like all I could think about was just the foot, football, you know, 
you know, you have yeah. your classes and your social life. And, but all I could think about was football. And I was like, I get into that game and it's like, holy smokes, this is it. You know what I mean? Like you got the whole school, like yeah. all the, like a, not the whole school, but most of the schools come out to BC place to watch you play. You got Brandon Needy yelling at the other team's yeah. fans' ears and just causing a riot. It's crazy. I got my parents, you know, friends. Yeah. You know, everybody's there, man. It's yeah, crazy. everyone's there. And, uh, you know, I, I, my goal is I just don't want to mess up, man. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I don't want – I'm like, I just want to do my job to the best of my abilities. That's all I'm thinking about, you know? So, like, when I went for that field goal, like, I was like, I just need to do my job yeah like and i remember brian cortez he's like you can do this to sags he said that to me he's like you can do this yo i love cortez man that guy yeah he was always there he's like yo you could be just fresh on the team yesterday but if you're set out to go do a job cortez will always be there just be like hey man just keep your chin up you got this yeah he was always he was always a guy just if you need a confidence booster just talk to cortez he'll pump your tires He'll yeah. get he'll get you going. Yeah, but, man. Cortez. Yeah. So, because obviously it was in was it in overtime or was yeah, it yeah. like at the yeah. zero? It was like, like overtime. We were in double overtime actually, and yeah, like I remember going up and I have to tell you something, man. My cleats when I went to kick that field goal, my planting foot. It might have been my planting foot or my other foot, bro. Studs no. fell out. Studs fell out mid game. So you had no traction, like no I was stability when you. Wow. Yeah. So when That's I went crazy. to that kick, there was like there's some studs, but there's some. I think they were screw-ons. I think they yeah. fell out. Oh, so you're like, yeah, I just can't slip because even if you slip a bit, that screws everything up. Yeah, luckily, luckily we we're playing on like high quality turf, so like yeah. bro, I probably could have gone up there and fl- flops, and it would have been. <laughs> yeah. It would have been okay, and uh. But no, like that moment, like the th- when I think about that moment, it's like I just played a, a role in it. And like, yeah, it was double overtime. I go up there. I remember Notre Dame, the other team we were playing against, for the people that aren't watching, like they call a timeout. To they stop, freeze to, like, you. They, they freeze you. Yeah. And, I'm, and I was like, I, at the time, I, didn't, I wasn't like scared. I was just like, okay. Like, I'm, yeah. like I was like, oh, I don't, I'm like, what are they doing? Like, I was thinking, but, um, I wasn't even that like nervous in the moment because like you're kind of in the heat of it. Like you're not even thinking anymore. Yeah. You're just like all you all you're just all action. And I just go up there, kick it, and I was like relief. When it went through the uprights and I kicked it, pure relief. You know, I was like, it felt like the war was won. Like all those hours and like yeah. all the anger just melted away. It yeah. was just beautiful. Like I, I swear to God, like it was something from a higher power. Like Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not just... a whole yeah, I'm thinking about it right now, and yo, it's crazy being in the stands and just, yo, the whole stadium was silent. The whole stadium was silent, except Notre Dame side, right? Whole like our side was completely silent, and we were just like we were crossing our hands and we were just praying. And ball snapped. I started like sweating. I almost turned around. I was gonna watch, and then yo, I just see like the O line did shit. They just I see Northern players just a wave of them just come right at you. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh no. <laughs> and and then I just see the ball go up. And from that angle, I couldn't tell if like you were wide left, wide right. I couldn't tell. 
So I all I did was look at the rest below and they just put their arms up and we all just went absolutely crazy. It was one of the it was one of the craziest times of my life. You were a celebrity after that, dude. Yeah. Like it was like yeah, it was unreal. And the thing is, I actually like had a not a dream, but I think a daydream where I pictured it happening. Like yeah. like I've actually like before that I was thinking like I pictured that happening like a game winner because you know what's crazy like like um oh I was gonna yeah that day you want to know what's crazy I, I posted a picture on Instagram that day and it said kick it through it was a picture of me kicking a field goal that day you know what I mean and it's just weird how that happened that's insane but, yeah it was just like I don't know there was something bro like there's one thing I can think about is like I had a soccer coach, like, I, I think I owe everything to him, like, work ethic for anything in my life. Yeah. His, name, his name's Godfrey, and he said, like, he always instilled work ethic in us. Yeah. And he said, like, you got to work for your luck. And I love that line because, like, you know what I mean? Like, if, like, that moment, like, the fact that it was a game, you know, overtime field goal, you know, winner, it, it was the perfect setup, like a dream. But yeah. like we had to work hard to get there, you know. Like if yeah. we if we like if we gave up on a play before, we wouldn't have got there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you have to work for that lucky moment, and then when the moment comes, you gotta hopefully grasp it, right? So yeah. that's what I love about sports, bro. Like to me, that's what sports is like. Sports is about like moments like that. Yeah, dude. Crazy. It's it's, it's it, unreal. It almost feels yeah. like that was another person's life. Yeah. You had your long hair at the time down to your shoulders. No, yeah. no, it was all buzzed. Yeah. How do you know how long the field goal was? I think it was like thirty-three yards or something. Yeah, that's a that's a good chunk of change, dude. That that's a healthy distance. That's not it's yeah. not like a forty or fifty year, or it's, but it's not too short. You know, it's like a healthy yeah, like a healthy field goal. Yeah, the thirty to thirty-five range is like a good. You know what? Like, it's not an easy. It's not an easy kick, but it's not like it's not a 50 yarder, like you said. But you know, it's nothing to glance over, it's not a no. gimme, yeah. So, and uh, let's I just want to get something twisted like, if I missed that field goal, we would not have lost the game, like, we would have done another round of overtime, yeah. So, I don't want to say, like, hey, that was it, like, no, but, but you still it secured the bag. It secured the bag. But. Yeah, you still won it because who knows what could have happened after. If yeah, you no, missed it, if you missed it, and then you and then they went afterwards and won, then everyone you'd be like, "Yo, I could have, I could have sealed it for us, but I didn't." Yeah, and that's a huge <laughs> burden on your shoulders. But you piped it right down the middle, and one of the best things I remember out of that is that I asked you. I don't know. I think it was a day after. Yeah. I was like, yo, what were you feeling before? Like when you were lining up to kick, like, what were you, what were you feeling? And you're like, I had no doubt in my mind that I was piping that right down the middle. And I was like, yo, that's so legendary. That's a, as a legend status right there. You're like, I, didn't I, don't, feel- I don't remember. I, I, I can't believe I don't remember that, but like, that's sick. <laughs> I'm yeah. happy I was that confident. Yeah. You, but I, I, I remember I was not that nervous, bro. Like, I, if I because I there's some things I don't even remember, it was like a blur, yeah. Like, but I remember being like, 
like I went up there. I wasn't shaking. You're just like, practice. Let's go. This is it. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was such a legend moment. You're just like, <laughs> not a doubt in my mind. I was putting that right down the middle and I kicked it and I knew. And I was like, yo, dude, that's giving me chills just thinking about that right now. Yeah. Dude, that was, that was crazy. Okay. All right. Yeah. We can go about that forever. Yeah. I could just keep talking about it. No, but that. Yo, but how yeah, crazy. I, we had some be it like Kanks and Shuin. Those guys were tanks that year, Matt. Like, there's so many times. Like, Kanks is an animal. And he's he's so good. I'm so mad that we're up in Canada right now because he needs more notice because he's an absolute beast. And he beasted that year. I can only imagine watching him from the sideline, what it was like, just watching him do his thing. The guy was... I don't even know, man. It was like another level. Like he was, you know, when I say work for your luck, man, like it's guys like that, that like, man, the whole team worked hard, but let me tell you the can't go and shoe too, like, and other guys too. Shoe could like like, squat the entire weight room. He was, he was a bowling ball, dude. He, He couldn't, no one could take him down. Nicest guy too. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. You know, it's like, you ever heard of the story, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Yeah, yo. It's like, the, in the day, he's nice. In the night, he turns into a monster. It's like, it's like before, when he's off the field, nicest guy, pretty soft-spoken. Yeah. You know, gets on the field, just destroys kids. Like, <laughs> trust them. Like, just, and he's got a low center of gravity, too. Not the I tallest know. guy. No, he's lower like, center of gravity. Like, probably, that'll take you out. And those guys like, are hard to get down. He's probably like five seven. I don't know what he is yeah. now, but he was around the same height as me throughout high school, and I'm not the tallest guy as everyone knows. But like Shun was a beast, and yeah, I when I was watching, it was crazy. But okay, I wanna I wanna shift it back to music. Thank you for like talking about that, because yeah, I was when I put it down in my notes about it, I was like, yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this because it's gonna bring back some nice nostalgia. Because, yeah, that yeah. was – you were a celebrity after that field goal, dude. You were it was celebrity. kind of unreal. Yeah. But um, so you're, like, so versatile in your music. Who is it that you model your style after? Like, what is an artist that you look to and you're like, I want to kind of not, like, exactly be like him because to a degree you want, to, you want people to model, af- model themselves after Tom Ivory. Yeah. Right. So, but like, who do you kind of lean towards when you're like, I like his style? And what do you kind of put your music towards? That's like another amazing question. I'd say there's like a few influences. Yeah. So, I think my number one of all time is Travis Scott. Yeah. And I say that for a few reasons. For one, like, I absolutely love every single song on all of his albums yeah like i love the music i love the production like so that's number one the music's just great number two i love his aesthetic his style yeah um you know like his visuals all his promotional stuff did you see his batman costume yeah (laughs) it was kind of funny (laughs) 
like the memes, bro. <laughs> Yo, some people were saying that's the bat that caused coronavirus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh man, he doesn't deserve that. that that's not, that's maybe one L he's taken, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll, that's his one L. I'll say. <laughs> But like, but I I love the man. Like, I love his merch. I could just say I love anything. You could say Travis Scott could like take a shit and record it, and I'd still like fucking listen to it. <laughs> no, it's, it's a nice beat to it. There's a nice melody. <laughs> like, yo, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you're you're, there? Yo, listen to the 808 here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but seriously, I I. And like I don't, I'm not like a like I think I'm blindly in love, but I and also his cover art too. Like I can't tell you how much I appreciate good cover art. Like I love all his cover art. So yeah, Travis is like my number one. What's your favorite um, song by him? That's that's toughy. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Coffee Bean. Yeah, that's a good song. I like Coffee. Bean. You know, like I think it's underrated. Like I love a lot of them, but like yeah, Coffee Bean. I cried to that song. Yeah, it's it's I, an, cried, it's. I got cried listening to it one day. So like, I think that's my favorite. Like it, it hit me. Yeah. I can't explain why, but it was. I think it's his most lyrical song. He's not the most lyrical guy. That's probably my yeah. biggest. Him. He's not the most lyrical, but something about the way he, he was flowing and the yeah. the words just hit. But anyways, yeah, other artists I love too. Um. Uh, Panic at the Disco. Never heard of him. Yeah, um, they're a band. They've done songs like, you know, the song High Hopes? Had to have high hopes for a living. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that and like, Yeah, and also, I chimed in with the haven't you people ever heard of. Yeah. You know, that song, so they've done like, I, I don't know what it is. I love all their music front to back too. All their albums I've listened to. Yeah. And that's where I get a lot of my emo influence. Okay. And I love them for their pop. They're like they have more of a pop slash pop punk style. Yeah. I also love uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Oh yeah. Follow yeah. Boy. I actually love a lot of the two thousands pop punk stuff. Stuff that's in like coming of age movies, like yeah. American Pie. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Playboy Cardi. Ah. Um, I absolutely love. Ah. You don't like him? No, I'm not a huge fan of Playboy. Oh. The thing is, for me, it took a while, like a couple years, but once it clicked, I was like, "He's on!" Like, I like it's it. it's, a, it's an like, acquired taste. Yeah, I like it. Like Magnolia and Woke Up Like This, probably the only two songs that really grasped me from him. And a huge part yeah. of Woke Up Like This is Lil Uzi's part. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm not the huge card. Huge, I'm not the biggest Cardi fan. But that's, I understand I that. That's it's a it's a very hard listen. Like his vocal style. The production it's very out there but i absolutely adore it like i think it's yeah. which is um, fair. i love juice world love and juice. Uh, like and uh little uzi um and the beatles too i love the beatles oh. i've always loved the beatles so you know, if you don't love the beatles then just don't ever talk to me again yeah. i love i just love like again I, I love yeah array of stuff but i really love like, like psychedelic rap like travis and like that pop punk slash emo yeah you know stuff and also i've come across this awesome band called uh, sleeping with sirens it's uh it's the genre is called the genre is post hardcore so it's like caught screaming in it you know like that like whoa you yeah. know and uh, i'm actually learning how to do that 
um interesting like that screen so it's it's hard it's but uh no i've been trying to yeah i have a lot of influences i just want yeah. to because i love all these styles i want to do more pop music in the future though i want to be a pop star yeah <laughs> yeah I, I love that i love that you uh kind of showed off your little vocal cords there i loved it kind of gave me a little gave me a little saying i love it but um Thanks. i want to i want you to check out a band i want you to check out a band for me um my cousin okay. my cousin he has a band um quick plug the austin ledger um called royal oak hey i've heard of them they're from uh fox yeah that's uh that's my cousin's band Braden. yeah Braden wong or brayson is brayson brayson sorry brayson my bad yeah um miles philpot i don't know the guitarist i forget his name but uh yeah you should listen to them i love them they make they make some good music but um so i wanted to congratulate you on your mixtape you know good job it's i've listened to it nonstop. i listen to it on my way to work i listen to it here and again during when i work and obviously i use my intro and outro is savage your first song on your mixtape yeah yeah there's not one song in there that i don't like you have like a every song's different in its own way and i want like what enticed you to start making that mixtape first of all thank you for the nice kind words i appreciate that um i'm happy you enjoyed it and uh what inspired me so originally it was like the summer i was wanting to make a project a collab project with matt lee yeah in other words aka 1017 and dk aka six men yeah yeah we wanted to do a a collab tape that was going to drop the same time so get we'll see was supposed to originally be like a collab tape in which we both had like you know, a, few, a couple songs together and then a few songs of our own. It was like a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. But when coronavirus hit, it, it was hard to get together in the studio because we yeah. couldn't really. Yeah. Um, and then like 1017 got COVID. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. So, so couldn't work in the studio with him for a month. And then like DK had stuff going on. So like we haven't all been together since July in person. Wow because of like covid yeah like, so so yeah so that happened and then it was towards the end of august and i was like you know like if this if the mixtape's coming out in late october we need to submit it by like late september and it's the end of august now and i'm like we have a month to finish a tape which is yeah. it's not tough. a lot of time yeah yeah like making cover art so i was like i proposed to the guys i'm like hey look how about I do my own thing? Like not to, I didn't want to sever ties. I don't want to be like, Hey guys, I'm going off. You know? Yeah. I was like, Hey, logically, I think I'm going to just do my own project because I had a lot of stuff in my vault. Yeah. Like I was cooking up so much for this collab tape. I had so much of my own stuff, you know, like Savage. And that was kind of more of my track as I was on it more. Yeah. So, you know, so Savage and then be that guy I already had out. Yeah. You know, I actually redid it a little bit for the project. And then I had other ones like Sorry for Me and West Side Killers. Yeah. You know, I had Sitting, like Hooks. They weren't even really done. And like, I had other stuff too. And I was like, you know, I'm making a tape. 
so yeah and then um and then yeah like the title get well soon like i've been going through a lot of mental health issues for the past three years yeah and like recently i've dealt with them you know and you know got on medication um on a more serious note you know so the get well soon was like to me you know get well cards like yeah right like we we made that like that's a real card like we made yeah. that card if i can find it like it's a legit yeah card we we made so like it's basically like a card to me saying hey tom get well like yeah you know you've been struggling and also because the world's kind of sick right now with this coronavirus it's yeah. like get well like yeah. i know you're struggling you know with depression with your sickness get well soon i hope hope you're better and i actually came up with that at work i was at working and i was like get well soon that's it yeah just like in my head so and i was like i want it to be a card on the front cover yeah well i you know like i'm always here if you need someone to talk to and that's for everyone like don't be afraid to you know talk to someone because like everyone's here for you you know what i mean and that's obviously for you but that's for everyone else listening Mm-hmm. you're struggling with mental health don't be afraid to reach out to your loved ones and your friends like don't be afraid like don't it will i know it's hard and it's tough to do that but it, it'll be worth it just getting it off your shoulders and getting it off your chest it'll really help you just letting your voice be heard can go a long yeah. way and um i'm happy that you uh made this mixtape and where it was able to tell everyone how you feel on here like thanks for like speaking up dad that's awesome um yeah i hope you're doing good you're you're putting out a lot of good stuff so keep it up dude you're doing awesome um but like because i liked every single song that you've put out like x love new sneakers be that guy um what like as well as um get well soon because there's only be that guy is the only single on that tape if i'm not mistaken and sorry for me sorry for me yeah yeah it was released a bit prior what was your favorite single to make or favorite song to make but on another question what was the hardest one to make man these hot questions i'm i just want to say i'm loving the questions uh let me just get the track list. I always forget my lyrics and my tracks. Yeah. Like I always forget. Um, like, man, not just, like not just on Get Well Soon, but some of the ones that you took off Apple Music. and. Okay. Um, All of them are possible answers, but I don't want you to just stick to the mixtape if that's what you're thinking. Yeah, I think, okay, for my favorite one off the tape, it's going to be Sorry For Me. Yeah. I, I like... For me, I felt like that was my favorite song I've made. I loved making it. Like it came like relatively naturally to make that song. Yeah. And I love like, the guitar breakdowns I put in there and the, like the live drums, like, you know, and all that. Like for me, I was stoked to do that. So that was my favorite to make and even to listen to. Yeah. Um, disgusting is probably second for like. Yo, I love that song, man. Yo, when I heard that, I was like, yo, this is like. This gives me a vibe, but yeah, I fuck with this. It, I love that song. When it came yeah. on, yeah, I 
carry on that was an, that was a, that one was a risk for me because i was like it's weird right it's kind of yeah. weird that's what that's what i liked about it though it yeah. was it was different it stood out it caught you i wanted to, i wanted it to be like catchy and kind of grimy and dark and yeah moody and for me my inspirations on that one were travis scott and billy eilish if they had a baby yo yeah i can kind of see that now that you now that you mentioned that. i can see that yeah like i was like what's something that's kind of like a pop song but like grimy I actually yeah, was in the yo. shower. I was in the shower and I made this line. Da, 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 da. Like I was in the yo. shower and I was like, I got out and I literally was like in my towel and I started making the beat. <laughs> Ashley comes upstairs and she's like, what the fuck? And you're just like, hey, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my sister, she was supposed to be on the song too. I was going to get her on it. Featured. Really? Does she, yeah. does she sing or does she like, what is Not she? Really. But I was just going to try and get her on there. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. Just get her yeah, ad libs. Moment. yeah ad-libs and yeah, like that type of stuff but it didn't really just work out yeah but anyways yeah that one's my second favorite on there to, to make and uh my, my actually my other favorite like i had a song called feel for you that i took down yeah um, i'm gonna remake that like that was a, wasn't that a freestyle you said yeah like dude i'm not kidding you okay so that one was probably my most interesting song i made like dude i i got home from that first show we had yeah um, fortune fortune with dk and yeah i was unable to make that i'm so mad yeah. about it but i had my sister's birthday and turns out that that was how my sister told me i was getting a second nephew so hey you get, no, give and you take you're giving you take but hey, there you know what i mean yeah no but i really wish i i was able to see that if it just didn't line up but yeah, that's okay you know yeah, I, I saw the snapchats and i saw you just went crazy there yeah dude i i'm like oh. i go crazy like i'm a rager like at you heart let it, you let it out dude like i just like i'm like i was grabbing a guy and shaking him. yo like, i was, saw that yo he was like, like dude, what's going on <laughs> dude, like i'm not kidding like dude when i go and like go in mosh pits like i go to like rage like yeah because you you told me you're like yo i don't know if it was when you're in a relationship at the time but travis scott came to vancouver and you're like yo so i'm busy this night and i'm going to travis scott if you want to come you can come, but I hope you know that I'm going there to mosh pit. Like I'm going there to rage. I'm getting floor seats and I'm raging there. So <laughs> you, I'm laying all my cards out. This is happening. This is, I remember you telling me this in law or whenever it was, but you're like, this is what the deal is. I'm going there to, I'm there, I'm going there to rage. And if you want to come, you're more than welcome to, <laughs> but I'm going there to go crazy. And that's what I freaking love about you, dude. I, I think I carry that, like, when I'm on the field for sports, like, yeah. or I'm in the market, it's like, you, go you know, nuts. I, I just go nuts because it's just a place yeah. of, like, like, like freedom, you know? So, yeah, man. But, yeah, like, that, I, I went crazy. I think I went so crazy that night. Like, when I got home, like, I was at a low because, like, I was at a performing high. And then I got home and I was, like, sitting at my, like, I was like, what just happened? Like, I was like, I just hit a low. I was like, sometimes performers after they have a crazy show they feel depressed after because they release so much energy yeah. and so much, i don't even know like all these uh chemicals in your body start to just make you go nuts and then afterwards yeah. you just took this low so like yeah. i hit low after and then like bro i i made the feel for you beat and freestyled it like one take three minutes straight and i like my voice was shot like yeah and I love that song. It didn't do well at all. And people, it didn't get a great response, but I didn't care. Cause I was just like, 
Yeah, me, I love that song because it was different. And thanks for me, it was like my most raw expression, yeah. like in the because, moment. Song. Yeah, you DM me that song, I think, or you, you either released it and I immediately saw it right away, or you told me you're like, hey, like I dropped this. Like, how do you think about this? Because I've been like, I've been with you guys ever since you started. Like, leave for now. Yeah, I was. We worked on that yard up in Port Moody the day day you released it. Yeah. I've been like, I've been with you. Yeah. I've been with you and DK or six man, we should say, but I've been with you guys like since the beginning and I've been riding your guys' tail and yo, but when you dropped that, I was like, yo, it's, I know this isn't, this might not get the craziest response, but I I see what Devin's like, or Tom, like you're like this, you, you kind of, you're not afraid to go in a different direction. And that's the point of, you know, trying new things, because if it does hit, then you're like, maybe I'll, I'll start kind of going in this direction. Right. You know, it's like, you're throwing something at a wall until it sticks. Right. If it doesn't hit then. Okay. It doesn't hit like whatever. Yeah. I'll just try try this. You have to try and you have to like, I always learn so much from my failures. Like for me, I consider that song a win and a failure a little bit, but yeah. okay. Going back to the original question, like the hardest song to make. was that? Okay, this this one, the hardest song to make, bro, on the whole is project. It, is this out of all the songs you've made or just a mixtape? I'm going to say all the songs that I made because it's also on the, it's also on the tape though. All right. What do you think it is? What do you think it is? I'm going to say... um let me bring it up let me bring it up Uh, okay give me a second give me a second i'm gonna (laughs) say uh as the wick burns the wax melts no yeah um that's a good guess though because that one's like kind of complex yeah, but I, I I just feel like as the wick burns, the wax melts. It's kind of like a metaphor about something that may have happened. That that oh. as the wick burns, the wax melts. It's just like a cat. Because I in the hook I say burn me slowly like a candle as I try to yeah. make a roll. And like yeah. as a wick burns, the wax melts. So it's yeah. like basically I'm saying is like I'm burning alive. Like yeah. I feel like I'm burning alive. You know I know it, but I'm like telling everyone I'm fine. Yeah. That's the point of the song, basically. It's like I'm yeah. burning, I'm in trouble, but I'm I'm just I got too big of an ego to admit it. Yeah, that's kind of what you I know, got but, for me. Yeah. But um, the the dream was the hardest one to make. Yo, probably. I after Savage is probably my second favorite song on this. Team. Really. I love it, and I think because when I first heard it, I got a TJ vibe. Yeah. No, for sure. No. And, and. Oh man, you gave off a flow that made me shit. Like I went crazy. I don't want to mess up the line because I will screw it up. But it was about your mom, your dad, and your sis and the gang oh, gang. Okay. Yo, that line made me go crazy. I had to rewind it like three times back because I just had to listen to it again. Bro. And by the way, when I was driving and I heard the start of that song, I thought I was about to die. Because I heard the car horn and the crash, and I looked around, and I was like, I was, it, it happened just as I was going through a four-way, too. So I was like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I was like, yo, Tom, you can't do that to me, bro. You yeah, actually, I'm going to tell you that how this one came about. Like, this is because this was like the way the song was made was such a weird process. So we're talking go back to May. Like, we're in May right now. May. Kelly, you know, Kelly, Nathan Pelche. Yeah, he's I, I go back with him to like middle school. Bro, I told him, send me beats. I told him, send me beats. Okay. He sends me a beat and I was just vibing. I even showed it on my Instagram story months ago. And I was like, tell my mama that I'll make it on Forbes nowadays at a stream or more. You know, I, yeah. I came up with that flow and I it sat on my computer, right? I didn't do anything with it up until like, I'm not kidding you, like, like August, like late August. Okay. You know, the violins, like there's violins in the dream. Like, yeah. so I got this violin sample and then like, I was like, I made a, I made four beats to that violin sample because I couldn't figure it out. The fourth beat was the dream. So it took me like four beats yeah, and yeah. I couldn't come up with a flow. And then next thing you know, I remember that old flow from back and from months ago. And I, I was like, this will fit on the beat. And then, so that took me a while just to get the song, like just right. And like, yeah. I rewrote it so many times and also like, that telephone call you know at the end there's like that call. yeah yeah so that's my be my best friend from college yo because i was wondering who that was i was like is that dk is that like six man's voice like dubbed over like is that like i was trying to figure out who it was i couldn't recognize the voice no no one would it's my best friend Sai from college me and him have like been through it together like bro like yeah. the stories we have of like just going through it like it, so what happened was that day i like opened up to my parents about my mental health right i was like i need help i called Sai that day and i was like man i'm gonna get help okay i had my mic and i was like turned it on for the phone call yo that's talking at my heartstrings bro like bro real shit like and, yeah. and what what he's talking on there like basically like there's more to that conversation that is like amazing but like, I just took a snippet of him talking and I chopped it up. You know, basically it's like, he's just saying like, you know, happiness isn't always here. Right. But when it does come, you got to enjoy it essentially. Cause you don't always get to be happy. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was a perfect ending to the project. And I was like, I knew that had to be over the violins. I was like, it's going to be beautiful. And then like, I remember, and then the intro with the whole, so what happens in the intro is I'm driving. I get yeah. in my car, I turn on the song. Like I'm listening to it on the radio and then the car crashes. I die. And then like, we got this pastor's voice. It's like, we are yeah. gathered here today. Like, yeah. you know, like, bro. Is that, D like, is, that, is that DK going crazy or is that you? Like oh. in the background, like, Oh, is that, is that you? Cause I, yeah. DK always does that at Leo. So I, ne I never know. Yeah. I that's the like, DK. That's probably inspired by DK. Cause that's a very yeah. DK to do. Yeah. He always, he always does like the gospel, like, <laughs> choir voices yeah, and stuff like all the time so when i heard that i was like yeah i can see that being dk like for sure dk actually like yeah that song like it went through so many phases like adding things because it's got so many weird components to it so it took forever to like figure out how to get it all to mesh yeah um if I, that song if i i kind of if i could go back and change a song it would be that one i want to rewrite it again like i'm still not happy with it the dream yeah, no, if I could go back, I'd redo it. But no, I'm done it's, with it. It's, just uh, let me keep this original copy because I love this <laughs> original one.
Yeah, no, I want no, you to change anything about it. I I'll love leave, it, dude. I'll leave. I'll I love leave. it, dude. Or just do it like, by the way, new sneakers. I'm still mad that you took that down from Apple Music. <laughs> and I'm happy that I have it on my laptop because it was my favorite song by you. And so I'm going to hold that to you still. All right. Um, the reason I took that down on all my old ones, too, is like, there's so much swearing I did. Yeah. You know, and like this project, I didn't swear once. You know, I, I kept it clean. Like there's other people sweared on it, like my friend and DK, but I did not swear. Yeah. I wanted to be able, I wanted my grandma, my cousins, my anyone, someone's kids to be able to listen to this. Yeah. The next project, I can't make any promises, but yeah. <laughs> yo, you know, yo, I'm going to give a quick shout out to DK. Um, and this is going to kind of move me into my next question, but his versatility in savage mm. his like he goes off and like he, it's it's probably my favorite one he's ever done because he just like he bounces he throws like three different types of styles in there yeah it's like it's unreal and i just like want to go into it like your relationship with dk also six man and mm. not 1017 like how did you build such a big relationship with them? Because I know you've been like me, you and uh, DK, we've been close for quite a bit, like not necessarily close, but we've always, we've always fucked with each other for a while. Yeah. And always been, um, always been good with each other. Yeah. Like we'd always, we'd always hang out We'd um, but how did you develop such a good relationship? And um, even like with Matt and stuff and kind of build this trio. Like you guys always go to each other if you need something music related. I think as we all just gave such great support and commitment to each other. Yeah. And like, I think that was a big thing. Like, you know, we got along well, like we clicked, you know, a nice group of guys, you know, you know, yeah. forget music. It's just a nice group of boys. Yeah. You know, committed, hardworking, kind, good values. You know, those are the cores of any like good team, right? Yeah. You know, um, and we're not perfect. Like, you know, we've had our ups and downs and like we need to, you know, still work better. I need to better my communication with the group. That's a huge thing, especially with the coronavirus because we don't see yeah. each other. But um, no, like it's we we have good values. I think that's a main reason. Also, like we're very supportive of each other. You know, if one of us does something, we're very supportive and like yeah. ready to help and promote, you know? And also um, we have a ton of fun in the studio, like a ton of fun. Like, yeah, I could only imagine DK also brings, DK also brings that. Sorry, I'm going to speak up a bit, but DK brings that spark. Like he always brings the energy. You can always count on him. Like 100%. if, like if I'm feeling down the dumps and he just comes up at me and just makes like one of his, weird voices that he always does and then just like <laughs> slaps me on the ass and just goes crazy and i'm just like hey now you just like knocked me into a new headspace i don't even know what to think anymore but all i know yeah. is that i was down in the dumps and you just made it better even like even if i don't know what you just did but he always finds a way to just bring that energy to whatever he is and it's there's a reason why he's so liked amongst so many people it's just because he's always just oh you need the energy guy like i'll be that guy like he's always down to do anything and i love that guy and i want to bring up something about matt yo his come up has been so quick 
because he didn't start producing too long ago, right? Like just yeah. over a year ago, maybe. Yeah, like, like wasn't uh, Leaf for Now kind of his first, like, kind of project? Leaf for Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like, just it, over a year ago, right? Like last year, like, the summer. Yeah, year and a half. Year and a half. So yeah. I think he started like January 2019 ish. So yeah. it's it's coming on like about two years for him, but like probably a year and a half, like really going at it. Yeah, because you know he's made some fire, some fire stuff that hasn't even been used. Like he's like he cooks up, and if anyone go follow him on TikTok at ten seventeen. He put a mashup of "I Fall Apart" by Post and changes XXX. Silly, so, silly. You know, I almost started crying. And it got it got a ton of attention. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, "Man, this guy came up quick." Because I was following Matt through you guys. Yeah. And I just saw I was like, "Yeah, Matt Lee, like he just kind of started producing not too long ago." And you guys were working on Lee for now at the time, and now seeing where he's come to is just it's absolutely unreal. Like he's he's made some absolute like he made this one beat that you know I just I went crazy. But you got it was one of the beats where it's like you tried kind of rapping over it and it was almost it was almost hard to put it together, but the beat yeah. is unreal itself. And yeah, well, I just wanted to talk like have you talk about your guys' relationship and how you guys have connected so well and like what makes you guys work so well together like does one of you guys bring something to the table that someone else can't or do you guys just mesh well i think it's a bit of both you know like i think we both like are are like you know pretty driven i'm gonna say matt's more driven than me like i'll admit it man that guy works hard like like he works super hard like he he like the reason why he's done so well is because he's practiced he's made so many beats yeah. dude he make he made kusa tape this year like yeah yeah right yeah, like yeah. He, he like get well soon it's his third project he's produced this year that's insane and like he's also done a bunch for saucy boy cora and then he's been making beats like crazy he started a beat store he's made his own website he's made like tiktoks every day bros yeah. studied like like I, I've given him stuff on photography. He's learning photography with me right now. Like the man is just, he learns things and practices them. He is like the optimal student, bro. Like he's yeah. like a model student. He's but a sponge. He, he just soaks everything in. And then he's a very independent learner. He soaks it in and practices it and gets better and better and better. Yeah. And like, for me, I love that, you know? I, yeah. So like, you know, and also like for me, like I, I have more of a music background because I did the piano and I did music theory. So I've taught him actually quite a bit of music theory. You know, I've actually sat down and showed him some stuff. He takes it in and uses it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and also he's taught me things about like marketing and yeah. beat making ideas and like mixing ideas. And like, you know, we just give each other information and we bring each other up and also we love music. So we just have fun. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just, I think we both want to better ourselves. We like we want to make it, you know. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But I'm not gonna lie. I need to get to Matt's level of work ethic. Um, 
I, I've, I, I need to still get there, man. The guy's on another level. I'm not, like working, like when it comes to hard work, like yeah. I'm jealous. Like it's that. It's crazy. Like and, he, and you can and you can uh, cut someone up with a fade, and he has an arm sleeve, so it's like, yo, he's tatted up. You can cut your hair if you need to, and he can make a fire beat all in the same day. Dude, like, and also, like, <laughs> he, he paints well, too, and draws well. Like, dude, like, the man learns stuff and just does it. Like, he's just a guy that does stuff. You know, like, bro, if anyone wants to look up to someone for, like, just being the guy that does shit, Matt Lee's the guy, man. Yeah. Like, no excuses, man, with a guy like Matt Lee. No excuses. He just does it, so. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of got to know him through – uh you guys and dude he's the nicest guy too he's he's so awesome like he's someone you'd go have a beer with just you know like just a nice guy to have around and he's extremely talented he works hard he's yeah no he's really good i'm really happy to see how far he's come up from where he started in such a short amount of time yeah doing all of this within two years it's not easy to do at all it's crazy yeah and it's awesome to see how good he's come but Anyone can do it, man. Like yeah. When I say like yeah. I, anyone can do it, it just takes the work ethic. Yeah, exactly. And also like I can trust the guy like like for the project, like if for the people who know what mastering is out there, like he mastered the project. Um, I just sat in and listened, but like he's got such a good ear. Like I trust his ear more than mine. Yeah. Like when it comes to like balancing and getting levels right, like. He's yeah. that good, like that good. Like his mixes are so freaking clean. Yeah. Like it, that's an art in itself. And bro, I can just trust him at the end of the day. Yeah. But and it's a very, we have a very professional relationship. Like we're friends, but whenever we, whenever we hang out, we're always working. Like always, yeah. we never just hang out to have fun. It's always work, yeah. which is cool. It's a, it's a cool relationship. Yeah. And I want to, I want to kind of guess six man some credit because he's unreal at freestyle and he's really good off the top and he's like i think people forget how versatile his voice is like he can he can rap on a beat if he wants but then he can also switch it up and he can give you some nice vocals too if you need it and that he's he's good to have on your tape because he has a clean voice he has a good flow and he's gone off on his mixtape melodies for remedies Leave for now, featured on Savage. He's my outro to my podcast because I trust his flow so much. Like he's unreal, and I've known him for like a long, long time. Like since pre-K, like I've known this guy, and just seeing what he's come into, like there'll be a random circle on like senior sale or whatever, and he'll just hop into the middle and he'll just freestyle for like twenty minutes, just off the top, and just get everyone going crazy like he's extremely talented at what he does and like how is it just you have a beat and you kind of you guys have gone over your lyrics and you just you haven't seen the first like snippet of what he could do yet and then he just goes off like has there been any reactions where you've been like holy crap like he just like he blew me away with something has there been a verse or anything that he's almost made your jaw drop i think my 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 favorite moment, probably like, like I don't want to live in the past, but bro, that day we did leave for now. Yeah. Like the first day we ever cooked up was like just a bro unreal. 
like that was unreal because that's the day like the chase in the bag part hook was made and the leave for now hook yeah. bro jack botchin was there my my roommate from china yeah. was there he laid the guitar down like it was just a dream kind of day like everyone was just doing shit and didn't know each other that was insane but also like okay we actually made a lot of melodies for remedies um we did a, like a three-day retreat back in my college apartment at ubc yeah i remember him going there yeah and yeah. that was an awesome time like we just stayed there and cooked up for three days straight like in my tiny little dorm and like yeah. uh we there's this one night it was like 3 a.m my roommates must have been so pissed off like they must have been just pissed yeah because we were like blasting the speakers till 3 a.m like making beats <laughs> it was winter break though but still yeah, like it was but they, but they were probably also like yo this is kind of fire like yeah it was lit as hell but like um i remember making this beat it's called telephone we st- i still have it uh and um <laughs> DK, like, bro, he just freestyled, like, the whole goddamn thing one take. He's unreal with that. Like, just... Yeah, and, and the lyrics are, like, making sense, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the lyrics, like, usually, like, if, if we do a freestyle, like, there's, like, a few lines that are, like, must up or, like, kind of just, like, yeah, you know, a bit of, like, mumble. They're just, like, a melody. But, like, bro, the man, like, went, like, front to back freestyled it on this beat. Like, it was within a matter of two hours. We're just, like, kind of shooting ourselves. Yeah, that was, like... We- we didn't really do anything with that. We didn't put it out because we we had trouble like getting the song structure. But dude, that was probably yeah. my favorite. It was There's insane. Been... Holy shit! Yeah, whenever whenever he freestyles, there's some lines that he spits out, and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't even make any sense at all. But <laughs> but then he'll like spit one out, and I'm like, yeah, how did he do that? Like, how did he come up with that off the top? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Freestyling some... is yeah, hard. It's, you know, it's tough, dude. I I can't imagine, but he makes it look so easy. But, yo, this has been fun, dude. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been fun. Um, is Plug away, dude. Plug your stuff. Plug your mixtape, your Instagram. Plug anything you need to. Give the listeners what they want. Okay. Tom Ivory. You can, you know, T-O-M-I-V-O-R-Y. Uh, you know, at Apple Music, you can go on Spotify, you can go on SoundCloud, you can go on any streaming platform, title, Deezer, anything. You can get my music anywhere. YouTube, um, Instagram, follow me at Tom Ivory 1208. That's Tom Ivory 1208, where you can get all the latest snippets and, uh, you know, all the, you know, little clips, whatnot. Yeah. But there's going to be one more thing for the future. There's, there's some a few announcements. Okay. Number one, right now, like I've been like, like low key, I've been doing a lot of photography and videography and studying that shit. So there's going to be music videos soon. So don't like, I'm that's, it's all being planned out. It's just, it takes a while. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That, that'll be coming out soon. I don't know when, but soon. <laughs> uh, and also my second mixtape, I'm going to probably drop that early February, 2021. Okay, I'm trying to do one every four months. It's my goal. That's lovely, yeah. That's you know, amazing. I'm just—I just want to pump up music, and the next one is gonna be like, like it's gonna be better, 100% better. It's gonna be tighter. It's gonna be way harder. Yeah. You know, it's just gonna—it's gonna be just bangers, bangers. I can't only. wait, dude. I can't wait. Yeah, 
I've already got a lot written for it. It's gonna it's super exciting. That's awesome, dude. And um Twelve Oh Eight Productions as well. It's been pumping yeah. out some it's been pumping out some stuff on Instagram. So yeah. Twelve Oight Productions. You can catch Devin in the studio back when pre uh pre coronavirus. Yeah. And uh back when the days were normal. But you can um, you can follow me at, on Instagram at Jevin.lefave and on Twitter at JevinLefave. Follow the podcast on Instagram at leftsideheavy.thepod and on Twitter at sideheavy. Um, intro and outro music is Savage by my guest Tom Ivory featuring Six Man. It is a part of the Get Well Soon mixtape on all streaming platforms, just like my man Tom Ivory said. And thank you for joining the first installment of Kick Back and Relax. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for having me. I just got a let go. Went from ducking and fucking and now I got put in the friend zone. There's no need for discussion. I just really love how you get low. But I'm dipping, I'm cutting the shorty and we're being ten toes. Ten toes. I, I just got a let go. Call me a Benzo. Paid all cash. I won't take no rentals. Killing my